This is a podcast from Minute Media. I still believe through the cold and through the heat, through the rain and through the tears, through the crowds and through the cheers. Oh, I still believe. La, la, la. And we are live. We're recording. Oh, baby. We have a decision, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Dogs of War podcast. If you listen to this today, it comes out. It is Friday, August 19th in the year of our Lord 2022. You got Kevin along with Raleigh and a very special guest, our resident crooner. Does all the Brown songs, does all the covers. You know him. You've heard him before. Pat Muccio. Muccio, what's up? Hey, guys. It's good to be back. Hey, it's always good to see you, my man. And hey, unless you've been living under a rock, we are here because yesterday, because you'll see this on Friday, the NFL and Deshaun Watson came to an agreement that he will take an 11-game suspension, a $5 million fine, and we finally have a conclusion through this settlement to this long, long saga. Uh, Gentlemen, I guess we'll just start right off the bat with initial thoughts. It's so good to finally know the limbo shit has been worse than the suspension well worse than just the waiting is the waiting unknown and now it's like then they give us the pump fake with sue so the roller coaster from the unknown is finally finally over thank you lord let's move on Muccio? um yeah i 100 percent agree worst off season in in living memory um Usually we we suffer during the season. Uh, now they've managed to roll it out to the off season. But hey, it's done. We know it's in front of us. Let's move on. Let's talk football. I agree with everything you guys said. I think that it's been a very very long process. The fact that we've already played a preseason game and didn't even know who our you know quarterback was going to be for the entire season or what that was going to look like. We finally have a resolution. We can start to move forward and move on and get back to talking football. Um, this is a Browns podcast. I want to talk about the Browns in the season again, and now we get to do so. To give a, a little more clarity here, a little more color on this suspension, which came via, again, settlement between Deshaun and the NFL. 11 games in a $5 million fine. However, the Browns and the NFL will each give another million dollars, so the total pot here is $7 million, which will be donated to nonprofit organizations which try to educate or work to educate on sexual assault, sexual assault prevention, victims, and a lot of other things pertaining to that. The suspension will start August 30th. He'll be allowed back to the training facility and limited activity starting October 10th. There's an agreement between the NFLPA and the NFL that when a player is suspended, then come back after half of the suspension is over to start practicing and training again. Uh, He will be allowed to officially practice starting November 14th, and then he will play week 12 at Houston his former team, and we will have six games with him at the end of the season. So the Browns, and I don't want to talk about the press conferences. Uh, Yeah, if you want to go watch those and make your own opinions, folks, please, by all means, go ahead. Deshaun spoke. Jimmy and D spoke. Barry chimed in a little bit. Um, Also, part of his suspension, excuse me, was he has to comply with the evaluation and treatment recommendations from a third party. 
um, of professionals, you know, counselors, therapists, whatever it may be. I don't know, but he has to fully comply to that. If he doesn't, then, you know, obviously they could delay this, just, uh, come back, blah, blah, blah. So we have it. After a lot of waiting, a lot of guessing, we have 11 games, $5 million fine for him, and we get him back for week 12. I would like to chime in. I think there's a lot of shell-shocked fans still from the Josh Gordon days where they're like, they hear long suspension and they think that it's going to be prolonged. I, I think I'm calling it. This is the last time there's going to be any type of issue with Mr. Watson. Um, also, hopefully I'm right. And yes, I'm knocking on. Oh, I'm knocking. Yeah. Deshaun can continue the rest of the preseason. If the team wants him to play again, this situation or not, obviously we don't play starting quarterbacks much in the preseason. Again, we have an answer. We can move forward. Again, I people that you know are no longer fans of this team because of this. I'm not going to look at you any differently. I'm not going to look down at you. Um, totally respect your decision. For the rest of us here, the season's going to start here in a few weeks. We're at Carolina. Baker's about to be named the starting quarterback of the Panthers. Let's go, Jacoby Brissett. Per the organization, unless something comes out of left field, they have confidence in him to be our quarterback for these 11 games. Deshaun is out. So you want to talk about? Jimmy G speculation slash yeah, rumors. Of course. I was saying the Browns going to get Jimmy G it was 11 enough games uh, for them to make that move. And you guys were both like, no. And there's just no, yeah, I, I don't think it's impossible. There's just nothing out there to support it. It's just, it's like an easy narrative. Like, Oh, there's another quarterback. They named Trey Lance. So the Browns are going to go get him. Right. That's like, no, there's nothing that their conversations aren't taking place as far as we know. But like you said, Kevin about AB, maybe he has something up his sleeve. You can never count AB out, right? Everyone I've read, talked to, listen, has said the Browns have not even contacted the 49ers about a trade. You know, the word is that our analytics department and our folks just don't like him from a football perspective. So there's been, again, no, no smoke, about any discussions or any trade possibilities there. Again, I'm never going to say never because it's Andrew Barry and the guy's cerebral. A lot of other people are saying too that AB may have another ace up his sleeve with another quarterback we're not even thinking or talking about yet. So I do not believe there's even a shot in hell or a discussion for Jimmy G. I don't want Jimmy G personally. I don't want to mess up whatever chemistry that we have with Jacoby and that team right now. Um, I also don't think he's that much of an upgrade that's me that's my personal opinion but yeah hey who knows i've been wrong before i gotta imagine the organization when they're looking at those first 10 games or thinking let's just get through this if we can get through this 500 that's a win because the, because the league wanted 12 deshaun was trying to go for 10 this is what the rumors and discussion is so they just said you know got in the middle and let's move on. Let's get this done. <laughs> but that is the one that that's the I was texting Raleigh about this. That's the the time. The 11th game is when I'm in Ohio for Thanksgiving. And like <laughs> it's against Brady and the Bucks in Cleveland. I was going to take my wife to her first Browns game in Cleveland and it was going to be awesome. And yeah, yeah, that's what I get for uh, hoping on rumors. 
But, <laughs> but, um, hey, you can still go sit in that dog pound, baby. Let's go. Uh, yeah, maybe you, I'll still go. I'll still go. There's, I don't buy into this, but do you think the NFL would have made that adjustment to have it be For the me? comeback game against Houston? Hey, if you don't think the NFL bases everything about money, I don't know what to tell you anymore. I'm not yelling. I'm just saying it, people in general. No, like, I I agree with that, but I'm also like, really? Even though, like, because not everyone's accusing of it, and I don't know. It just make I mean, it look it's, like less it's of laughable. a kangaroo, make it look less like a kangaroo court. It's like, exactly. what the hell was the actual point of Sue Robinson just to be like swiftly bypassed, and then they go with like I've never heard of an eleven game anything in any sport. They're Never. making this shit up as they go. Yeah, it's the NFL. They do what they want. There's but, no, there's no it, precedent. There's no accountability. There's they can just, yeah. But also, do you think they want to bring foot? Like, don't you think that maybe they're done talking about Deshaun Watson? It's like, yeah, yeah. Because there were also rumors saying, oh no, they don't want him back. At they, they wanted it to be twelve so that he wouldn't have to play Houston. You know. And it's like, oh, did, so those rumors were all baseless, and then it just flips back to actually they wanted him to play in Houston on the return game this entire time. I know, I know, I see what you're saying, Raleigh. Like, don't don't make it look like a kangaroo court by saying we don't or rumors coming out saying they don't want to see him in Houston, but then his first game back is in Houston, and that's again, I'll say it again. If you don't think the NFL is all about their money and the ratings, I, I don't know what to, I can't help you. God can't help you again. We're moving on. As of right now, Jacoby Brissett is QB1. Josh Dobbs, QB2. Have no idea if Rosen's sticking around. Uh, assume he'll be a practice squad quarterback. I really would love to add someone else in there. I don't know who. I don't have an answer for that because I don't know even who's available or who would even fit in with us right now. Where we're going next here is I want to really focus on dudes on this roster. The dudes like Miles Garrett. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Denzel Ward, uh, the you know Jadavian Clowney, Wyatt Teller, Joel Batonio, all the dudes that are in the prime of their primes right now. Our roster is absurd. Okay, we don't need Tom Brady out there. I'm not. It, please do not make the mistake. Do not get me wrong. I'm not saying that we're going to come out here. I expect us to go, you know, ten and one or, or eight and three or whatever. What is my math? Eleven games. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping for six and five. Like I will be the happiest person alive at six and five, yeah. but it is time to get back to focusing on the dogs we have on this roster that are here and ready to win now. And how about the, the rookies that showed up in that first game? Like uh, Martin Emerson Ford. Ford. Yeah. That guy is for real. That guy looked really good. They like Ford a lot. They've liked him since the start of training camp. And yeah, Emerson with that awesome play, like the the stealing and the AB knows how to draft backs. Yeah. Well, I I also want to take a big old knock on wood. I tried so hard to not look too much in the preseason. Emerson's play was badass. Then when uh, was it in 2019 when we had uh, Mac out of Alabama? What the hell is his name? Mac Wilson. Mac, Mac Wilson. Fifty one. Yeah, there was a preseason game where he had two picks, and I was like, oh, we got Ray Lewis. Um, 
So I'm also like wanting to temper expectations. No, but this time we got <laughs> this time we got Deion Sanders too. So we're back, baby. We are. Dude, that's back. what we have to do. We we have to forget. Like as Browns fans, we we have to forget and just look forward because there's I, no. <laughs> don't look. I back will later. say. I will say if A. B. Stefanski, the coaches, the team, most importantly, better be supremely confident in Brissett. It might it better not just be smoke because we cannot waste a year of Nick Chubb, Kareem, Miles, so on and so forth. So if they are not confident in that dude, they're saying they are, but if they're not, they better sure as hell bring in someone they are confident in. Oh, I don't know who that would be. They said they were confident in Baker and then they put us <laughs> they on weren't. this eight month circus. So do you think anybody's careers with the Browns are on the line? Coaching Not at all. Management's like you don't think anyone's on the hot seat at I, all. I don't mean I don't mean to cut you off. I I just I don't think that's even a conversation piece. To be look, when it shouldn't be when Deshaun's playing and he and he's playing well before he got suspended or before he didn't play last year, he was top five quarterback in the NFL, top ten worst case. Okay, generational <laughs> knock on wood. You can't be you know forced to use your second string quarterback for majority of the season. And okay. Yeah. You could say you've had all this time to get him ready and blah, blah, blah. Jacoby Brissett is not Deshaun Watson. Okay. I do not think Stefanski, Barry, any of these dudes are even remotely potentially even going towards that end of the spectrum this season at all. But no, it's a great question. It's a great question because you got to look at it and be like, all right, Stefanski, you know, it's year three, you know, I know the quarterback and the coaching situation has been all over the place, you know, the last five, six, full forever before you got here. Um, but this is your third, third season. I know it's your first real preseason with the training camp and the fans and all this stuff, but I'm, I've been thinking about, is it an upgrade with Jacoby from where we were at most of the season with Baker? I, I mean, he was injured, like he wasn't full Baker, but uh, upgrade I, from injured Baker. Yes. Upgrade over Baker, like healthy Baker, like right. No, no. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a good, another good question. Like the people will go both ways about that. You'll get called the Baker bro, whatever. I don't care. Uh, I don't think there's really much of an argument. People are going to point to, you know, his stats or Jacoby stats and intercept and all that stuff. I don't care. Uh, I don't I'm, think any just, coach in the NFL would put Jacoby over a healthy Baker is their QB one. I'm just saying the product week one on the field that we're about to watch is going to be an improved overall product from what we watched like eight no question of the season last year. So no question. That's how I'm thinking about it. Like I'm excited to see, and you never know, like Jacoby could mesh really well with this offense and something could spark. Like he's, he's probably one of the best backup quarterbacks in the league. Absolutely. So most experience. Yeah. It's like, I know that people are saying, but if he could get us to six and five or five and six, like that would be incredible. And I think if you look at the schedule, it's doable. There's at least four games we absolutely should win on on the yeah, like big old knocks on wood, knocks on wood. All yeah, I, I've I'm not doing that anymore. Not we're going to. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not hating on you for it. I get it, but my expectations are going to be very uh, obviously every game I'm going in. Telling saying Super Bowl, but yeah, I mean, the lot of those, look out, those first four games, for Kevin. we got to win those. We do, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. like everybody was talking about, like, oh, Baker's just a game manager, like hurt, healthy Baker, whatever. And it's like, 
hey man, we just need a game manager. <laughs> like, let's just stay in the hunt. Another stay wide receiver might help. Hunt. Um, God, yeah, stay yeah. in the hunt. Yeah. Kareem Hunt, yeah, baby. So obviously, we can talk. I don't want to really talk about injuries. It sucks that we lost Shaquem. It sucks that we lost two centers, especially Nick Harris. I feel for Nick Harris so much that dude was at the facility. All offseason long, working his ass off with the trainers. They were so excited for him. He was kicking ass. And for that to happen, the second play of the game of the first preseason game is so bad. I am so sad for that dude, but they have full faith he's going to come back and retain that or regain that number one spot again next year. So um, anything else you guys want to talk about on the Deshaun or suspension or Jacoby? Uh, so <laughs> the opening drive was uh, pretty underwhelming for the uh, for the Browns. There was some Deshaun had a miss. Granted, it's like he hasn't p- played for the better part of like a decade. Uh, Schwartz had two kind of brutal drops. Everybody's out on Schwartz, which I get it. But something I appreciated was Deshaun. I don't know if it was publicly or privately said like I believe in you as a player. Or something kind of gave him the confidence boost that he badly needed, and was like, "All right, guy gets it." Uh, hopefully it works out for Schwartz, Watson, the Browns. But I was going to ask about the J.C. Treader rumors. I, I believe he's still unsigned and now with the injury. Like, what do you guys think about that? I want him back. I think we know him better than anyone. The rumors out there right now are that a lot of teams don't want to sign him because he's the president of the NFLPA. And other people are saying that they just think his knee's done. Mm. But we don't. We, the, the good news is... We can bring him back a week before. He knows the offense. He knows the cadences, and we can he can plug right in. One of the rare cases, literally just plug right in. Um, if he's in shape, let's do it. But I have absolutely no idea. Hey, how often do guys get cut? Because what, what were the Browns supposed to pay him this year? Do you have any idea? Uh, Eleven or thirteen mil. All right, what do you think? If they re-signed him, what do you think they would re-sign him for? Something in five, five, five to seven with bonuses. Five yeah. to seven with bonuses. How often does that happen in the NFL? He's unsigned. I, so I know. It, it depends on the, the mutual attraction. It depends on what his knees have. Remember, he doesn't practice really during the week. He you know goes to the walkthroughs because his, his knees are so banged up. He's still a top five center in the league the last several years. Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not hating on the dude. But he doesn't practice during the week. So... I don't know what that does to their decision making. Um, who knows? I, I'm just asking. Do you have any idea of how often it occurs where a guy gets cut by a team and then they re-sign him because he couldn't sign anywhere else? Like that's the equivalent of oh, you know, I got you getting fired at work and then you can't find a job or whatever, and your boss says, "Hey, we'd love to have you back." For one third of what you were that's making. What we, that's what we just did to Sheldon Day. Okay, we released him now because one, always been injured the whole time, and two, they just don't see him really in that rotation. So you release a player with still plenty of camp left to do good by them so they can get some tape out or try with other teams and get signed somewhere else. We got rid of JC for not maybe so much the exact same reason, but because we weren't going to pay him the 10 plus million dollars we owed him this year. And he had all offseason to go find another team. It wasn't like we cut him, you know, the day before week one or whatever it may be. So I, I understand what you're saying. It's a great question. I don't think it happens that often, except for guys who are intentionally restructuring their contract. But JC's had, you know, six months and no one's come calling 
or at least no one's come close to offering him a, a contract, right? So I think that the vibe changes. It's not so much like a, you know, please, can you can you take us back? It's, hey, man, we need a center. You need a team. No hard feelings here. I'll just get something done. Oh, no, I, I totally get it. I When I made that analogy earlier, I'd be like, regardless of your analogy, you're telling the, like I would tell corporate America world to screw off if they fired me and then offered me back for less. But in the NFL world, I'm like, shit, I, does that happen all the time? I mean, because theoretically it would happen to, I guess guys with massive bloated contracts, but they're typically going elsewhere. I'm just surprised that nobody has signed him yet. Because like you said, he has been one of the best five, one of the best players on the Browns, one of the best centers in the league for years. And if he gets paid a bag or whatever he gets paid by another team, I would wish him the absolute best. Just like, how the hell is he not re-signed? The NFLPA reasoning, I'm like, do they really? I mean, he's been had that position for several years unless like why would that be a stopper the conversation is and again this isn't anything official reported it's just teams just don't want to deal with the president of the nflpa um because you know that he's representing all the play he has to speak out a lot for the players and sometimes you know against the nfl and against you know a lot of different things yeah so they just don't like the 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 press the distraction that could come with that but again, I think that's to our advantage because we know how to deal with that. And he was never a distraction here, but you know, he just gets into some, he has to be the face of the players. And so that again, like Mucho just said, could be a distraction to some teams, some owners in their opinion. Yeah. Him and Deshaun Watson, or they're just in the same practice the whole time. Like you limit that gap of communication. They're right next to each other. <laughs> yeah. The two biggest distractions in the NFL are on the Browns. Shaking hands every the 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> what is our life? <laughs> um, so moving forward, Raleigh, I think we're good to announce that. And we've actually had people DMing, texting. This is a very hot episode every year. We have the uh, official fourth annual fantasy special, fantasy football special next week featuring Connard. Not sure what day that's going to go live, but sometime next week because I have a draft coming up as well, like next Friday or something. So we got to get that done. Um, and then we got some interviews coming up. Again, it's been a slow off season for us. We've talked about it many times. Uh, it was intentional, but we're going to be back. And obviously when the season kicks off here in a few weeks, we're going to be going full steam as always. I am going to be saying this over and over again. Yeah, you are. Like my, what do you call it? My positive thought going into this upcoming NFL season is that, well, whenever we go into a season thinking the sky is falling, the Browns do surprisingly well. Typically, every other 19 times out of 20, we go thinking that they're going to be awesome, and then they just disappoint at an insanely impressive way. So going into this season with like a bleak outlook, that could be for the best. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. I think we all as Browns fans, as tortured we've been, just have that natural tendency. It's kind of like our baseline is to always be, I don't want to say hopeless, but just expecting the worst. But like we all agree on, we'll still be going into every game undefeated, Super Bowl. But Muccio, sorry to jump in front of you. No, I, I think they're they're gonna rally around this. And no one's everyone's expecting them to just suck the first 11 games because, oh, they don't have Deshaun, they have Jacoby. I think I think people, players like that, get they take that personally and they want to come out and prove. Yep, like great we, point. We're here to stay in the AFC North. We're, we're not going away and 
you're going to have to deal with us for a long time. So that's where it starts. It starts now. Damn. And just right there. Now I just, I'm thinking undefeated in the division right now because of you. Thank you. Yeah, maybe knock on wood. <laughs> well, again, the saga that has been this Deshaun Watson guessing game for many, many months has come to his conclusion today. We will see him back as QB one week 12 until then. And Jacoby, we trust and Andrew Barry and Stefanski, we trust in that O line and defense and everyone else. We trust shout out all our offensive weapons, maybe get another wide receiver in there. Anyway, uh, for Raleigh, for Mucho, for myself, this has been the dogs of war podcast. Thank you for listening and good night, Cleveland. Show you how the game is played Here we go again